everybody, and welcome to the show, Feeling Well. I'm Ralph here, as always, with... Lloyd Howell. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. What's this now? Um, What's the voice? I'm, I'm, I took a... I'm, I, I yawned. I, I yawned as I was introducing myself. Oh, I thought you were... So I, thought you I were, was unable to... I thought you were coming in with one of your classic cold open bits. Oh, uh, cold It's me, Sleepy Lloyd. Oh, God. I just woke up. I just woke up and I, oh, Great. I guess I could podcast, but I'm very sleepy. Yeah, that's that's kind of a character. Sure, it's just it's 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 me, but I I just oh, like all I all, just got done taking a nap. All that matters yeah. is that it's sound. That's all that matters. Mm. All that matters is that Thank it picks you. up on these here microphones. That's right. Recorded. <laughs> I I had this idea once that like if. If uh, I had this idea that if ever, like, for whatever reason, it happens again, that you're just totally unavailable to record the podcast um, by whatever time, that I just do an episode where I count from one to whatever would fill an hour, and I would call it the <laughs> counting episode. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> on the free on the free feed. Wow. On the free feed, I would do it, but I would just yeah. go, all right, yeah. here I go. One... <laughs> Two, One, three. I wonder two. what number would I get up oh. to? I guess it would be roughly the amount of seconds in an hour, right? So, so how much is that? Jeez, <laughs> how many seconds in an hour? Probably, that, probably a couple thousand. That should be an easy one. Uh, how many seconds are in an hour? That's yeah. How many seconds in an hour? I just simply, simply do not care to know that information. <laughs> um, we're not going to try, uh, but, but uh, we're not going to try. No way. But, uh, that 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 sounds like a that's like kind of a fun idea. I remember that was a thing that I tried to do when I was a kid at some point. Like I wanted to. I wanted to count to a thousand. I wanted to like really sit down, like put in the work. <laughs> what would have been like, the point? Count of that? to a thousand, uh, just just to just to know for myself that I'd done it. And I was like six or like eight. Or oh, something. I, I see. was like a little kid, right. but I but I remember it's like yes, I'm gonna count to a thousand. And I got up to I got up to like two hundred. Then I got bored, right. and so I I just like wrote the number two hundred somewhere. And I was like, okay, I'll get back to it. Jesus, I never did. I never, I never counted to a thousand. So that's what so, that's what young Lloyd you know. would do instead of, yeah, playing with toys or or running around outside, yep. feeling the grass on yep. his feet. He would be alone in a room, <laughs> counting, wanting counting. to get to a thousand, but <laughs> tapping out at two hundred. That is tapping out at two hundred. Boy, that is a hey, uh, that is a magical a childhood there. right there. <laughs> That is the that is the fa- uh, that is the foundation yes, of a I happy adult well. right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my father would say, "Lloyd, listen to me. Look at look into my eyes. You will never <laughs> count to a thousand. Boy, you ain't never. I go- know, I, look at him trying to count to a thousand. <laughs> Can't even break. He'll never 200. do it. He'll never do it. Uh you will never count to a I've thousand. I've never counted to a thousand. My daddy never counted to a thousand. His daddy never counted to a thousand. Hundred was good we enough for us. We don't even believe in the number oh. one thousand in this house. That's nor right. the number zero. How could zero be a number? Mm-mm. That's ridiculous. That that's a it does it doesn't make any sense. How can how can the lack of something be an integer? That's right. Is what I ask of you. That's some mm. Greek nonsense. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, wasn't that a that was like a like a Joe Biden thing recently? Like he he's talking about the Greeks, the diner thing. Like he's he's the diner. Th- yeah, yeah. No, hey. I was just didn't didn't the fine. ancient Greeks? I've just read the sentence 
uh, invented zero? Like, was it the Greeks who invented the concept of zero? I I believe I believe it was an Arabic invention. I oh yeah, uh, that sounds that's zero came that with, with Arabic right. numerals. There I go. Yeah, there I go. There you go. There I go. Whitewashing. Trying to Im- trying to impose your your imperialist <laughs> pro Greek sentiments right. on our our glorious Arabic numeral system. That's right. uh, you got you got a lot of growing up to do, Ralph. That's true. Do better. Uh, no, don't never do better, Ralph. Uh, we, we we love you just the I way you I are. I do better, um, but I don't I don't know I I okay. know zero about zero. I should have known it was the mm-hmm. it was it was something Arabic, but it could have been the Greeks. No. Could, could have been they made up. They, just they, a just a roll of the dice. They came up with a lot of you stuff. Know. You know, they That's did. They did. They did. Uh, uh, you know, some some early form of democracy. They did the mm-hmm. uh, the 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 spear and shield combination. <laughs> Those are the hits. You know, that was a big <laughs> Those one. Those are the hits. Yeah. Those are the hits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was thinking more like you ever go to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You ever go to Greece in your travels? To uh, that seems like a place that your zany boss might go for a film festival of some no, kind. No, I've never, I've never been to Greece. I would, I would like to go to Greece. Mm. I haven't been to all that many. Yeah, I, I can count on one hand the different countries I've been to. I haven't been to that many. Mm. You've probably been to more than me. Mm. You've had, you've had your, you've, uh, I, you've I, had I your little, so. you've had your little backpacking sojourns in your life. No. Yeah. Yes, I sure have. I sure have. I've uh, I've been those. I've been that uh, that scraggly guy with a with a with a backpack, you know, just stinking up the airport. Has it broadened your mind? Um, um like yes and no. Uh, uh, I guess like like what did I what did I get out of like going to Southeast Asia, for instance? You know, did I did I learn Vietnamese? Did I? Uh, um, I took a cooking class. I can I can make pad thai ostensibly. But did now. you? But did um, you feel that you learned something about people? Mm. And about this little, this little blue marble of ours, and how it, <laughs> and how it spins <laughs> spins around. Um, I, I guess so. I That's guess a no. So. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm it, getting real no vibes. No, no. <laughs> yeah. There must have been a point to that, right? No. Oh God, no! Vietnam was cool. I, I would go back to Vietnam. I went to. I would love to you know, check out that's Vietnam. Like a, that's like a pretty, pretty cool country. Very, sure. uh, very, very proud people. They are. They are uh, not a. They are not afraid to uh, to tell you as an American that you you know that you stink that you that you can go can go kick rocks. Um, just wanna. You know, I, just uh, wanna. Just want to volunteer that that may have just also been a you thing. That might have just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was anti-American they sentiment, took, but yes, the Vietnamese people took one look at me and said, "Now there, now there's a guy. This one. There's a sucker born every minute. <laughs> this guy. That's right. Oh boy. I was listening uh, somewhat uh, recently to a uh, to some uh, soul-based uh, shoegaze band on YouTube that was on mm. uh, that was on the front page of Pitchfork about a week ago. Oh. Pretty good. Pretty good. A soul-based shoegaze band. Yeah. You know shoegaze? Like My Bloody Valentine, that kind of stuff. Like noisy. Can you, uh, you know, 
I definitely know the phrase, but I could not like. Sure. I cannot. I cannot like summon that kind of music to my mind's eye. Uh, do you know the Jesus and Mary chain? Okay. All right. So I'm I'm imagining like kind of it's stuff that's kind of like it's like really crunchy, like noisy guitars, and then it's like okay. All right. Uh, my name is Lord. How will I got feelings? God, God help <laughs> okay. me. I got, I got feelings. <laughs> sort of like that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty. Cool. Okay. I believe so, they call so it. Like a nice, I nice, I assume uh, they call it shoegaze because it's it's as if it like. The personification of both its listeners and its and mm. its practitioners are like someone who's yeah. kind of like, you know, kicking a pebble. There's angst involved. Angst. They're they're like looking. Yeah, yeah. Eyes are not straight. They're ahead. walking down the road, Slouching. looking looking down at the shoes, just like thinking, I got to get out of this town. Exactly, man. exactly. There's got to be there's got to be a place for people like me with new ideas. I got to start a podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love uh, you know maybe someday maybe someday someone will write a song about us you know and it'll be uh you know uh it could happen people will write about the 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 ballad of Ralph and Lloyd and and the I think there are probably and oh, I think there are probably more preposterous yeah. things that could happen than someone yeah electing yeah. to I mean people form even for a podcast as um, as unpopular as ours, people form unhealthy <laughs> bonds with with the oh absolutely the podcast uh, the podcasters they listen to. <laughs> so someone uh-huh. like uh-huh. as a bit, someone who's like you know something of a musician or trying to be a musician, making some kind of song mm-hmm. on their computer, sending it to us. Maybe they hope that we use it on the show somehow, and it like kind of advertises mm-hmm. them a little bit. Um, yeah. But like we don't we don't like check the feeling well uh, email ever really so maybe we don't see it for like three months and, uh, oh. and I'm like oh this is and the person kind of fosters feelings of resentment towards us and be like oh man they didn't even get back to sure me. and then I'm like, like I, I listen to the song and I'm like song. oh this is kind of cute and then like then like even later like some weeks later I'm on Twitter and then like either one of my tweets or the podcast accounts tweets or something is is like liked. Um, and I see like, I, I see that like the Gmail icon and the Twitter icon is the same. And I'm like, oh, this is this must be the same guy. And um, mm-hmm. maybe at some point I try to DM them like, hey, that song is actually really funny. Would you mind if we used it for like a feature on the Patreon or something? I don't know if you're a subscriber, but unfortunately at this point it's too late. They've killed themselves. Um, no. Yeah, so. Oh, if we had only gotten back to them sooner, we could have pulled them back from that precipice. Or maybe no, we couldn't we have. Or maybe we couldn't have. You know. Maybe we couldn't. Have. Just, maybe that was. That's that was always. Simply, uh, that's always a risk with um, podcast listeners. It's like how certain breeds of yeah. dog are are prone to mm. certain ailments. You know. Yes. That's yes. the podcast uh-huh. listener is uh, is never is always just a couple of bad days away from ending it all in my experience. I say yeah. that as a podcast yeah. listener as well as a podcaster. No, of course. But uh, anyway, course. that's a yeah, long we're, way we're, to say we, that we play both sides. Yeah, someone it, could but. feasibly write a song about us. Yeah, folks, you never if you've know. written any you songs know. about if, us, send it on in uh, to Yeah, fe- send it to us instead of killing yourself. Yeah, to feelingwellpod at gmail.com just you know, yeah. allow half a year 
for any kind of reply. <laughs> uh, we're very, very, uh, we're not busy, but we are depressed not ourselves. Caring. So it is, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it is very difficult to summon the wherewithal to to do anything more than the the, very the, the real baseline stuff. To do anything um, that doesn't immediately distract us from from the yawning chasm yeah. at the center of our beings. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, watch a watch a YouTube video. Play a play a podcast that isn't ours. No problem. I can do that. Eat a eat a sandwich. Oh sure. Easy. Eat something. That's 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 a nice feedback. Drink. Yeah. Drink, uh, yeah. drink fourteen beers. Oh no problem. Yeah. No problem. I ooh. I, that that's like breathing for yeah, me. Yeah. That Just, almost, that kind of goes without <laughs> that goes without saying really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, I, I think I think like a couple of our listeners are like in recovery, and that's like working out for them, and they're they're doing they're doing good at that, and that's like that's great too. Sure, like that's a thing. As 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 know? Eminem would say, um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not afraid. Remember that? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's that, an awfully hot coffee pot. There you go. Um, I was trying to. Re- uh, that was, but I was quoting a song from his uh, album titled "Recovery," you know, oh, which I think deals in large part okay. about his overcoming his addiction to. I think it was sleeping pills, some kind of, or just all oh, sorts okay. of. He was a pill popper, Eminem, right? And well, that 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 song that that free la- that freestyle rap that he that he did um, in uh, two years ago now in January of 2021. Um, you know that was his attempt to, you know, January twenty twenty one on the path of. I think I think he released it after inauguration instead of after what, the, the awfully uh, hot coffee pot. I oh no, I guess, that was like two what, or three years ago. You, no, what the hell are you talking about? That was two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you talking about? What's wrong with you? What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> Shit! Yeah. I really beefed that one, didn't yeah. I? I was gonna say he was gonna he was you know it was a song about how America needed yes, to recover from. Yes, it was an anti-Trump from anthem, and I think it was. An but I actually think it was you know. not actually a freestyle. I think it was it was that was a that was not tr- truthful. It was actually written because I think it appeared on his subsequent album or something, or in the context of some kind of song. Though I'm not sure. If it wasn't a freestyle, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, well, was, it was uh, it was terrible. Either that way. was a yeah. really bad performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and look, we say oh that man. we say that as as people who want we don't want any smoke from from old Slim Shady here at here at Feeling Well, mm. right? Just Marshall, buddy, yeah. cool your jets, yeah. cool your jets. We're just a couple of guys, um, you know. We're happy for you and your what do you what are your your daughter whatever it Seems is. Like what, what do you dad. like? Seems like a good dad. Seems like a fine a fine pop mm-hmm. to to Haley. Uh, to all who would have him as their dad. Haley, Haley, but he, Haley, but he, how's it going? But I believe he, shout out to Haley. But I believe he has like two other daughters. But he all he only ever really talked about Haley. What the fuck is that about? Yeah. Why Why would he Why would he just you know Why not Why not talk about all of his all of his family? Maybe members? the other ones why not don't bring wanna, them into the spotlight. Yeah, maybe they don't want the spotlight. Mm. I don't know. But um. Oh boy. Ah. Celebrity. Now there's there's a topic that hasn't gotten n- enough uh, attention in recent days. I think. Um, sure. What's uh, what's a what's a fun what's a fun celeb that's been in the news that we can kind of 
lambast a little bit. Oh boy, we're gonna uh, we're gonna roast a celeb. Let's 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 finally put their feet to the fire. <laughs> you know what, Ralph? These 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 uh these famous folks that the lifestyles of, of the of the rich and the and, and the famous they've been they've been living uh, high on their Ooh. horse, fat on the fat on the teat. You of know what society I'm gonna do? What's what's the name? And, uh, I'm gonna go to the People Magazine website. Let me see who's on. Oh, who's on People Magazine. Yeah. Let's let's get the let's get some dirt on these on these Hollywood stars. You know, it's, they're they're, they're oh, blitz and they're this glamour. is almost too easy. You know who appears to be on the oh. cover of uh, of of the current issue of People Magazine? Uh, Chrissy Teigen. Oh, I'm not sure. I want to know. Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. Oh God, Chrissy Teigen, who has recently just been bullied off. It Twitter says Chrissy Teigen, and it's got, it's, were too it's much. got the huge quote. She says, "I've learned how strong I am." And she, oh, yeah. oh and she's holding brave. her two John Legend looking ass children. Oh boy, John Legend. What that a boring guy. Was very boring. What a boring, very boring, boring guy. What is e- boring music? What is even? By has a there been guy. like? I mean, I I suppose there have been John Legend songs that are relative hits. The only one I could think of is the one yeah. that goes like, "All of me loves all of you." Not a good song, I but see, like I don't even know that. Yeah, how did John Legend yeah. even get on the map? Like I, I, I only knew I him for no years idea. as a guy who would like occasionally sing the hook on yeah. a song by a rapper was, I was interested in. Like he's right, he's so right. not he, anything. He's he doesn't. I don't. I really don't know. And like that's he was another guy that was a a subject of that genealogy show that I worked on for a while. So like I've oh I've is that the, a lot the of Henry Louis Gates show John Legend footage. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. roots and, or uh, finding you know, your roots or something. Finding your roots, yeah. and John Legend was on there. Like you know, he's I don't know. Like he's just oh like a that, really oh wait you discovered like, that you were dude. you were related to John Legend. Yes, exactly. No, we're cousins, and like you and know, you were like ha ah, who Lloyd Ralph, invited that's why my rhythm's so good. Ha <laughs> ha, ah, that's why my rhythm's so good. because I'm, ah, I'm a I'm a brother I'm a brother man. Ah, God, no, I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> No, come on, come on, come on, man. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I. But what, what about him on that no, show? I'm not. Uh, he was. He's just like he's. He's so. Uh, like listening to him talk is like almost. Like it induces catatonia. Like he's so. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, like he's calming. I mean, he's in a, like, he's inoffensive, know, but it's just whatever. like, like, what are yeah. his characteristics? Why, even? why, why are you and your wife famous? I, I couldn't, I couldn't. Man, say. Chrissy, Te- I couldn't say. Chrissy Teigen's face is looking is looking wild on this magazine cover. She looks like Raichu or something. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh god. Let's see what else. What, what else is here on people? I guess you can't like. I just want to see the online version of People Magazine. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't do that. Maybe they. No. Maybe they're, no, they're not just going to let you have it for free. Oh wait, I, I think gotta, I found it here. Is this when you're in when you're in line at the supermarket? Oh, here we go. Gotta be. Let's see. Uh, mm. uh, Lori Lachlan is she went to jail? She was one of those uh, those famous mm. ladies. Was John Legend more like? More like yawn legend because this guy he's Thank putting me you. to sleep and I don't Thank mind telling him. Thank you. Him. See, oh, there he is. <laughs> Snoozer. That's right. Ah, John Legend. Yeah. More like uh, John. 
uh, fucker. Mm-hmm. Fucker, f- John, fucking ass, asshole, mm-hmm. stupid asshole. More like stupid asshole. Um, you know what? It seems like celebrity he... news has gotten way. I don't know. I guess maybe People Magazine isn't the trashiest one, but this just seems like uh-huh. all puff pieces. Where's the gossip? What's the oh, gossip? Boy. What mag? was I listening to? I was listening to was it it was like True and On or something recently about how like paparazzis aren't really a thing anymore. How all how most of this stuff is like right. You know, like a like a celebrity will kind of arrange with paparazzos ahead of ahead of time mm-hmm. to like be wearing a certain item of clothing or like being or like carrying a certain accessory. So you know, it's very rare now that you'll actually get a. You know, like a confrontational paparazzi moment. Right. Like and also, they kinda, don't even really need them because of social media celebrities. No, they kind of, uh, no. they do their own PR. So yeah. it's a, we've, we've democratized the, the paparazzi. We've gone industry. too far in the other direction. That's right. You know, that's right. We, little, little too much, uh, little too much democracy. We got to be, be a terrifying thing. I guess the 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 the, mm. the the celebrity press has to be a little more hostile towards the celebs again. The celebs are becoming too absolutely, powerful. absolutely, yes, exactly. And uh, you know, look, I know so, everyone's so we're doing our look, part. I'm, I watched the Britney the documentary. Very sad, very tragic. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking that they torture yeah. starlets, that they torture uh, no. these teen. But I'm saying, like, you know, Chrissy Teigen. She's you know she's kind of asking for it. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, she she's horrible. Yeah, Chrissy Teigen is horrible. All these all these people are kind of. I'm I'm blanking. What's the big? Sickos, what's the big? You know? What's the big? What's the real trashy one with the guy who always has the cup? TMZ, of course. Oh, let's see what's on right. TMZ. Hmm. <clears throat> Who who next to 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 uh, to throw our unfortunately ire on? unfortunately Has, uh, just uh, the story of the day is uh, DMX uh, uh, suffering from an overdose um, and is oh in, no is in critical condition. I don't know if you saw oh. about that, but Ooh, oh boy, uh, well. let's see Space Jam sequel trailer Clockwork. Uh, this is about how I, I guess apparently uh, the the little. Uh, Brigade of the, Hellions the, from the a Clockwork, Clockwork Orange, Orange guys are are in Space yeah. Jam too. <laughs> They're in Space Jam, which is pretty wild. Why are they in Space Jam? That's no. horrible. Um, Space Jam movie. They as we've as we've discussed before, they have desexualized Lola Bunny, taking away that. Uh, but they're putting that, in the that, rape. But they're putting in the joy. rape characters. They put him. Oh yeah, that's what they that that's what they did. They got rid of. Pe- they got rid guys. of Pepe Le Pew, but they. They replaced him with the characters from A Clockwork Orange, which is pretty funny, pretty hilarious. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, hmm. nothing. Nothing means anything. Warner Brothers is the same studio that did Ready Player One, and uh, I mean it's all the same. I, don't, I mean it's all the same. It's, all, it's the same three Man, evil companies that are all doing the same shit. I do. I do, I do love to see a piece of media, though, Ralph. I gotta say. Hey, look, um, I don't, I don't know nothing about no Space Jam two. That's mm-hmm. not for me. I'm over here. I'm nope. just, I'm just watching some, some John Ford movies. You know, that's where mm-hmm. I've been at. Is is immersing mm-hmm. myself in in that great American director. Those mm-hmm. the, those the 
the great American films of John Ford. That's what I've been watching lately. What what, what about you, Lloyd? John Ford. What, what, what me- the Searchers. The Searchers. Oh. I watched My Darling Clementine. I watched Stagecoach yesterday. That was the first oh, one he did with John Wayne. Oh, that's a great Wayne. one. Got baby-faced John that's Wayne in there. Am- Love John Noir. Wayne. Amazing. Such presence. At, love a love a love a nice western. Got into westerns last year. That that was. And I'm sure uh, John's, know, John John Wayne's did, opinions are were excellent as well as well as his presence, yes um, and skills as an actor. Listen up, pilgrim. <laughs> yeah. uh, what could we What could we say? Um, <laughs> I hear this John Legend character has oh, been making his tweets and his posts. This is dangerous territory, right uh, here. This is dangerous territory. We don't. We, let's just let's just beep this whole next section. That's uh, <laughs> and that's why I believe uh, that uh, I'll see you all on January sixth, Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at the Capitol. Oh, at the Capitol. R.I.P. to all those all those brave patriots. Yeah. Um, so what, what? I guess they're I guess they're just like well, they're being tried at the guys moment, aren't they? Arresting them. And, I thought I thought they were just all still being arrested. Oh, you know? well, there were like, so many of them. The, the feds I'm sure, are I'm sure some are. Yeah, the feds are going around the country. Oh boy, what's going on? What's my, going uh, on at my, your household? My 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 dog is uh here. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep talking on the nope. on the mic. And here we gonna, go. Uh, you know, I can I can I can still hear you, Ralph. I'm just gonna let out Cooper because he's uh he's whining at the door. He's he wants one his, of his dogs. Uh, he wants to go. He wants to go have a pee, and that's uh, that's just the way it is. That's Letting the, the dang dogs out. Yep. See, Lloyd should have outside dogs. He should have. You think so? Aren't they supposed to be outside dogs? What's with all this indoor fraternizing with the dogs? That's not. Well, that's not how you teach I them mean, to ward off, to boss around sheep or whatever. I don't think. I don't know, but. Well, I mean, maybe there's something to that. Tammy, Cooper, come. Come on. I guess Lloyd Let's can go. hear me, but I can't hear him when he does this. So I can hear I can hear you. So I can it's hear as you if just I'm fine, just by Ralph. myself. Come on. Come you know on, what I did earlier today? I uh, Let's go. threw on an episode of uh, 90s uh, comedy drama Ally McBeal uh, starring uh, Solista Flockhart. Um... And it's a it's a show that I remember watching as a child. I assume because uh, my mother would watch it, and I would often just watch TV shows with the family, whatever was on. Um, and uh, I remember, as far as TV shows, my mother would watch. I remember as a child, kind of enjoying it. It kind of uh, it had these little. I, I remembered these little. It would have these like kind of cutaway gags where something would be visually represented with like some sort of cartoonish, primitive CGI uh, flourish, you know, like someone's head uh, enlarging or or a lot of them. A lot of them had a, a, a sexual quality. Like I watched the first episode today and there's a part where um, Allie is uh, is is getting ready um, to go to work. But she just learned that her uh, her ex, this boy who she was an item with since childhood through high school and college, who who left her at Harvard Law School, he transferred to transferred to Michigan, which I didn't understand. Like, isn't Harvard the best place to be for like? Why is he? I don't know what Michigan is supposed to be. But anyway, he like 
the point is he puts his career before their relationship and um in the first act there's this fella at the uh at the law firm she's working at um in boston and he grabs her ass and um she tells her boss and her boss fires him but then that guy retaliates and he says that he only grabbed her ass because he has a certain form of OCD that makes him predisposed to doing that sort of thing. And then you see him, there's, uh, there's a cutaway, he's like, grab, oh, Lloyd's back. Hey, Lloyd, I'm just talking about the episode of Ally oh. McBeal I watched earlier today. Ally McBeal, where the, uh, where the, where, you know, the, where they're grabbing the ass and it's like a, you know, it's a whole back and forth. Well, it's like, and then yeah. they show, he, he's like saying, he started, she was like, he started grabbing more asses just to sell it. And you see him and he's, he's like sexually harassing oh. this woman. And on the one hand, it's kind of like a satire of, of like mm-hmm. of a, of a harassment prone workplace culture. But it's also like kind mm-hmm. of treating it with too much levity. I mean, it was 97. But uh, anyway, right, this right. is all to say that. She she quits and then she takes a job at this other law firm that was started by this college friend of hers. But wouldn't you know it, her her ex, the the man with whom she is still in love, he's also working at that law firm. Oh no, he, Allie. Yeah, yeah, Allie. And uh, you didn't see that one coming. So the next Oof. so the next day, she Allie Allie really can't catch a fucking break is what I have to say judging by the first episode of oh. Allie McBeal I watched on Hulu today uh, but anyway she's in the bathroom <laughs> and she's she's doing her makeup and her roommate says something to the effect of oh when the ex-boyfriend's at work add an extra half hour for makeup and she's like shut up oh. she doesn't say that but she says something like that and then and then the roommate makes a quip about um about how she probably wishes she had bigger breasts and then uh then Allie McBeal closes the door on her and then like her voiceover is like but I kind of do wish I had bigger breasts and then this is like a, this is like a uh, gag typical of the show she she looks in in her mirror and they have like this this circa 97 CGI to make it look like her breasts are, are growing larger and there's like a, a comedic sound effect like <laughs> you know and it's it's like as oh so that's humming a humming a so that's like something yeah. common to the show that i remembered and uh definitely probably when i was a kid watching that like you could tell it's it's cgi but i bet that definitely made me horny as a child mm-hmm. it did not make me more mm-hmm. horny today you know like if the, uh-huh. like on the horny sure. hp bar it was a little, like not a lot, but a little bit. Like I went from yellow to green watching that. Uh huh. But uh, it sure didn't hurt. I uh, <laughs> tell you that much. It didn't. That's, it didn't uh, do nothing. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. the first episode. Every little bit helps. Yeah. Really. I don't know what nice. made me think of yeah. Ally McBeal. I thought it came into my mind last night. It may have been because I was listening to a podcast talking about Futurama, and I don't know if it was a recurring mm-hmm. gag on Futurama, but they had like um, a parody of Ally McBeal on there called like single oh. female lawyer or something like that that's yeah, right that's yeah. right yeah um <laughs> but i nostalgically revisited ally mcbeal and maybe i'll continue to maybe i'll continue to watch it maybe so yeah you know and we could we could become like an ally mcbeal recap podcast i considered it you know i told you need i a, considered doing patreon content where i just recap ally hey. mcbeal um i yeah. almost did it then wow. and there actually after the first episode i was gonna do like i watch an episode then i do a recap right uh-huh. after and then i stitch like a yes. few together um 
Yeah, but I didn't do that. I was oh. kind of at the like the height of my coffee high. You know, when you're like at the height of your coffee uh-huh. high, and you might really do something. Nothing like it. Yeah, yeah. But um, um, hey, you know, maybe next. But time. it was an maybe, entertaining maybe enough show. Ally McBeal. It was. It's you know pretty funny, pretty compelling, uh, pretty sexy. Uh, but it did also mm. make me think mm. about my childhood, which made me feel sad. The, the part of it that right that's kind of like all right. 90s stuff all stuff that's like distinctly 90s mm. like part of it appeals yep. to my brain it's like the, the the sweet drip of nostalgia but then inevitably mm-hmm. the substance curdles and i just kind of become glum in a generalized right. sort of way you know oh hate hate to uh hate to kind of approach a more holistic understanding of my of my past and present Ugh. that's uh, that's never a good feeling get the fuck no out thank here. you Ugh, horrible you you, horrible, you used horrible. to be in therapy um, right yes how was yes, that i was in therapy how long did you do that um i did it for like a year and a half something like that uh but then you you but then you uh only... but then you quit it uh not too long before we started the podcast right yes yes um and it was it was uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I gotta say, like if nothing else, it uh, it kind of, you know, you give yourself permission uh, once a week to like talk about yourself and like talk about your problems, right? And uh, which must be big for you. you. Know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think I think it was good. I think it was good for me. What made I'm you stop? Kinda, I'm kind of like. Uh, you were just all figured my, out. You were like, "What?" Uh, yeah, I, I, I graduated. I graduated from therapy. <laughs> they gave me a, they gave me a certificate that says, "This boy's feeling fine." Mm-hmm. This, and, this uh, is a happy and person. Then I, yeah. And then I quickly became a podcaster, and uh, you know, it's, your life's been on the uh, up that, and that's up the way ever that, since. That things go. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I really believe in therapy these days. I go back and forth. You don't believe in it, okay? But uh, have you have you ever have you ever tried it? Not really. No. I never not like really. You say not really. Well, Did you ever do it in like college or when anything? When I was in college, I saw a counselor for for a time, which was like a form of talk therapy. It wasn't like a proper therapist, but but yeah, I never so so I've I've sort of uh uh had the experience, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really like I don't know anyone who goes to therapy who isn't insufferable. Um like I understand oh. <laughs> like I understand going to therapy if you've like if you've had a truly traumatic life, like I get that. Yeah. And of course I understand yeah. like the baseline appeal of of just talking about your feelings and that that is of mm-hmm. course necessary and healthy. But mm-hmm. but I don't like it, it's just when people talk about therapy, I feel like it's they're very reductive cuz um they talk mm-hmm. about it as if it's like they talk about it like it's exercising or eating vegetables or something. Like it's just something that's right, like right. divined by nature that we all we all know uh, and agree is healthy. But it's like it's it's still a specific thing that was invented and is right. a business for what right. it's worth. But 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 these uh-huh. but the, but its converts talk about it with such absolute certainty, and I just don't really buy into it. Yeah, to the extent that you can't yeah. talk about it critically at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, maybe in in the modern world, I think there there do not really exist as much as they used to, like spaces where you can, like, you know, I think I think uh, kind of the erosion of 
of uh, cultural institutions where like we used to be able to talk to each other about stuff maybe or sure. like you know people used to be people used to go to confession there used to kind of be you know outlets for this stuff that have kind of gone away over the years and so now um now there's now it's been monetized and now it's like a business opportunity i think i think like you know i think it's a good idea to like talk about your problems with with people sure, no yeah. matter no matter what like you know but that's essentially what i do on the podcast now you well, know well, for better or worse well, but like also to that point you were you were you just know. making um about about i guess uh community ceasing to be a thing or whatever you want to call it also a yeah. lot of what makes like most of what makes people miserable uh are are material conditions or whatever you want to term it yeah and so yeah. and so Absolutely. the therapy is just kind of a palliative and uh yeah and uh yeah. that kind of like um that branches out into talking about like mental health uh in general like i read something about how uh you know people it's 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 good and constructive to talk about um mental illness the same as you would uh physical illness mm -hmm. but when people think they're doing that what they allied is that like okay um certain people have asthma but people who are more prone yeah. to asthma are people who live in shittier neighborhoods where the air is more polluted or something, or they're more proximate to, right. to dumps or whatever. They statistically are more likely to have asthma and be treated for it. And that's the same thing that can be extended to depression and anxiety. And, uh, yeah. and yeah. moreover, for the most mm -hmm. part, the people who are the, uh, the unofficial uh, spokespeople or, or arbiters of therapy are, you know, relatively privileged people and for whom it serves the purpose mm -hmm. of of laundering their guilt i would argue or something to that right effect. right but i don't know yeah it, it's it's a it's a similar you know it's just an extension of like making cultural problems individual problems um you know yeah and 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 so and that, and, that, that and what makes me uncomfortable is just kind of the the completely unquestioning acceptance of it as this as this institution as this thing you do when you're feeling bad um and and just not introducing any kind of like countervailing aspects it's just like you'll yeah. feel better if you drink a lot of water and if you go to therapy <laughs> you know as if as if yeah, therapy were yeah. just something that was just kind of a one-dimensional foundational thing and and not um mm. an institution with certain um, imperatives and and yeah. certain complications and uh, nuances and, and right. possibly troubling um, qualities. I tell you, Ralph, it seems as though men would rather change their material conditions than go to therapy, <laughs> and that's uh, that's real fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think. I, I mean, to to your point. I mean, you know. It shouldn't it's it's not like a it's not a cure-all thing like like therapy as we understand it like having a therapist to talk to about stuff like it's not just it is not it's not it is not something that everyone needs all the time that's yeah. just not the case but that seems that that, um, that seems to be what's implied by these people is that, that yeah it, yeah, it, yeah, it would do everyone like, at least a little bit more good to be in therapy yeah and perhaps there was a time in my life in which I would have been sympathetic to that, but I don't, I don't buy that anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, insofar as therapy is a thing that can kind of be blended in with the workplace, like, you know, uh, I don't know if, well, that's I don't a whole, know if you saw any of this. But I mean, that's I remember, a whole other thing. I mean, that's particularly yeah, yeah. nefarious. I'm talking about people submitting themselves to it of their own volition or feeling pressured to, but, but yeah, but go right, on. Yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, I, I, I do, I do see a lot of this kind of, this kind of language used in both videos that I make and videos that I, or, or, and just like stuff that I see in my own workplace where, you know, the, where the company is looking out for your mental health and like the company is like, okay, like we've, we've designated this half hour for like a, like a community wellness zoom and like, like, and we'll have some guided meditation. And so, so you know, like wellness and therapy kind of getting getting subsumed into the corporate culture. Like it's like like, yes, it's after work hours. But if you can be there from 7 to 8 p.m., we'd really love to see you there. Like we're going to bring the West Coast in. We're all going to we're all going to listen to a uh, to a woman with with dreadlocks. And, and uh, she's going to um, that is so perverse know, guide us. Is that something you've had to into, participate in to wellness? It is not something I've had to participate in because I'm not a real employee. Right. Because so that, that is, is a, that is a blessed. I mean, I've heard about stuff like that. It's, but that is wild. Yeah. Like yeah. how, how, it is, how it is. widespread is that really? Like, I mean, I think, I think it is, I think it's in like, you know, your, your, your BuzzFeeds, like companies like that. Like you'll kind of. But not like the average, like, but it's still like kind of on the fringe of like. Of like, com- well, I don't know. Like, like does I, the average white collar worker have to have to submit to something like that? Jeez, I don't know. I, th- I, you know, maybe it is kind of what, uh, you know. Whereas ten years ago, these companies had like, you know, ping pong tables and like cereal bars right. and you know ball pits or whatever. Now they do the right, right. meditation. So it's, now they do now they do the the wellness hours and, and shit like so it's that. Kinda the, it's kind of the just kind of like as that generation has gotten older. So it's kind of the uh, the kookier companies at the forefront. But I'm sure I'm sure a version a version yeah. of it will ripple out. Um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's such a. I mean, it's such a low cost thing for a company to do. Just like, you know. Oh yeah, sure. Like let's let's uh, let's have this wellness hour. Like it it won't cost us hardly anything. Like maybe we'll pay someone to come and do this Zoom, and that's a business expense. And like you know, we can point to that and say that that's a like an employee resource instead of giving people a raise, instead of giving people like more paid time off, instead of giving right. them like better health care. Well, also like that's something. Well, also they'll save also money they'll simply. I I was I was. Uh, I've been reading a book that is uh, largely about this, but also, I mean, this 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 isn't really anything new, um, but it is becoming um, more prevalent. But also, they'll just be incentivized to do it simply because work in general uh, is going to become more depressing and more alienating. And when a worker mm-hmm. is depressed and alienated, any way you slice it, they're less productive. So, what can you do? Right. You could right. either at the expense of your profits, uh, give them more uh, freedoms, or you can try and mm-hmm. introduce these methods that will otherwise alleviate their depression and alienation. So it's going to just seem like a necessary expense in order to extract mm. um, the level of profits you were getting previously from the same yeah. uh, previously less depressed worker. You know, So I think just as things yeah. get shittier, it's either going to be 
make them less shitty or do something, which uh-huh. probably isn't going to fucking work. Right. It's definitely not going to work. Or, but they're not going to they're, they're not going to choose less money. They're going to choose like, "Oh, okay. Well, what if you get to talk to this fucking guy or something, you know?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> like it'll be seen as like a necessary uh, um uh, a necessary resort for just just capitalism failing for like you're not making yeah. more money yeah so yeah or as much but yeah mm-hmm. ralph i think we're i think we're worrying about all this for nothing because soon enough Every every individual. It's not going to be about companies, man. It's not going to be about governments. It's all going to be on the blockchain, and all like every every worker individual will be able to make an NFT. Of course, of like of course. their workplace persona. Like me personally, like I'm gonna I am going to take my own horrible human ass. Interesting. And I'm going to make it into an NFT. Wow. So um, someone can own your ass. Uh, and not just figuratively, can, and not essentially, just, and not just figuratively, yeah. like they do every day on Twitter.com. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey now. Hey now. Just a bit. No. Yes. Exactly. They will be able to. They will to digitally digitally own the essence of my horrible ass. Um, and let me let me just say this. So is so is that like um, they symbolically if, own it? I mean, I still don't fully. Gra- I don't think anyone does, but I still don't fully grasp what the whole M- NFT thing is. Ralph, it's on the blockchain. It's right. a non-fungible token, except in this case, in this case, Ralph, because it is my blockchain. ass, because it is my ass, it's going to stand for nasty farts and turds. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Very good. Um, so that's what, uh, that, that, that is, that is the future of commerce. That is the future of, uh, of crypto. So another, and it is so, the, so in other words, Lloyd's, way Lloyd's got an NFT for you. It's his nasty farts and that's, turds. Yes. Yeah. It's a long Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I remember when it is a rather long way of saying it, and I'm sorry. No, that's okay. We got we got time to fill. I understand. As long as it's sound, that's what I. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, but I yeah. Look at those waveforms; they're still going. I remember when um, uh, what you uh, you actually just saying that reminded me of something. I once had to. I won't get into too much detail, but I once had to work with someone for a day who was uh, ostensi- ostensibly going to create music for some uh, thing we were editing. And they were, like, looking at our timeline, and uh, we had, like, a, a temp track, like a temporary music track in there. And he was supposed to make a sound alike. That's what he was tasked with. Is like So he was there. He's going to listen to uh. it. And he, he says to me, cool. So if you could just send me a screenshot of the waveforms, I will make a sound alike. And like I kind of laughed, like, huh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. But he was like dead serious. He was just kind of staring at me, and he was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Well, you say you're gonna make a sound <laughs> like we send you the song. You're saying like you're you're gonna you're gonna be able to discern the qualities of the music based on a picture of the oh, of the boy. of the waveforms." And he just said like, "I'm a musical expert," but he was trying to argue that, Jesus. that, that <laughs> the shape of the He's wave. He's like Rain Man. He can read the machine code. Yeah. He's just. You know, he's seeing the shape of the universe in those in those waveforms. That's I mean, that's it just doesn't make sense in, in so any stupid. way, shape, or form. No, it doesn't. But um, no, it doesn't. what was I going mean, to say? Uh, when the when the pandemic first hit, uh, you said you were you were really um, full of dread at the prospect of having to work from home and having and having that yeah. line collapse uh, a year in. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel that way? Do you do you find that you don't really care, or that it's even preferable? Or is your life hell in that in that regard, Ralph? My fears were founded. Yeah, 
Ralph, my fears were justified. Um, you know, I, I have the company that I work for. They have like, uh, they have kind of understood that like most of their workforce has like scattered and they're going to have a hard time getting people back into the office. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they're not, they're not like putting a deadline on it. Like, like, Oh, you like, you have like, everyone has to be back in the office. I think they're just kind of accepting that the editorial team is going to be remote from now on, but, uh, they're really kind of testing the boundaries of, uh, like having people just on call all the time. Mm -hmm. And this like, and and for the first time, like I, they kind of told me like, Hey Lloyd, like there's going to be this, there's going to be this big project coming up. Um, you know, it's going to be a little, it's going to be a little tricky, but, uh, you know, we'll get through it. And what they did, which they'd never done before was it was like obligate weekend days. Um, like all of a sudden we were expected to be online and working on Saturday and Sunday without like, you know, without, uh, you know, like really getting our explicit consent to that. Um, and that was, that was a little troubling, just kind of like, okay, like you guys are, you guys are at home anyway. Like we know we have access to you. You know, there's no longer the kind of the, the ritual of you coming into the office and leaving the office right. and there being that barrier. Um, well, let me let, so that is that is a let yeah. me pose this to you. Let's say the company you work at, I, we don't know what it is. Let's say Blacked.com. Let's say that yes. they had like, <laughs> let's say that they had like a hub. They had like a studio because you have an unusual situation. Obviously, you you work for a company in New York. Yeah, you've moved out of the state. But let's say they had like a location mm-hmm. um, in your in your area. Would you prefer mm-hmm. um, reporting to that office on 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 the daily as opposed to working from home or what or what kind of situ? I guess I guess it depends on what kind of guidelines they would impose. But is yeah. is is, is, yeah. is psychically is just having it in your having your workspace in your personal space like troubling to you on that immediate level. Um, like it's like it taints the personal I, space. I think I think you know, uh, being in a house instead of an apartment is a, a is a step up. Help. Like there big is help. a yeah, yeah that that is a big help. Because um, you did not have a lot although, of space in Brooklyn. No, yeah, no. I was uh, I was kind of I was kind of looking down the barrel of of the of the uh, of the of the COVID nineteen coronavirus um, uh, fake pandemic. And, uh, you know, yeah. realizing that I was going to I've be... I've only seen your place yeah. once, but it was not large. And you're... I guess I, I, no, guess I didn't no. see what bedroom you had uh, before, but the one you were using that weekend, was it was a very small room. Um, and I don't, I was, don't imagine you It was quite small. Yeah. And, not not uh, much I, of a common area for... To have no, with a couple no. other roommates. You had three roommates, no, right? No, that was... That was Three three roommates. God, and, you could have gotten uh, a better spot you know, than that. Were you, I guess you were trying to save money, right? I was trying to save money. Yeah. I was trying to live below my means so that I could, uh, you know, so that one day I could get away from it all. And look at me now, hey. baby. I live in the woods. See, Lloyd's, Lloyd's um, all about having a plan. Yeah. Um, no, but like that, that plan wouldn't have worked if it wasn't for for coronavirus like you know right it, it, it required this massive world shaking event to like force my to company normalize to allow the me remote to work working. remotely yeah yeah so you know it wasn't really a plan it was just really a lot of luck um you know which i'll take that as well 
Sure. You know, I don't make uh, I don't make any claims about my. I'm just uh, I'm just grateful, Ralph, and I'm practicing <laughs> gratitude, and I'm practicing wellness. That's what we like and, to hear, uh, yeah. you know. Um, and and Ralph, I hear that there's a that there's a new wellness gratitude fad going around. Um, and uh, and what what uh, what website should people go to if they if they want to practice wellness in their day to day lives? I think what Lloyd is driving at uh, is that you should all head on over to Patreon.com/feelingwell, and for just five dollars a month, yeah, you will get a. Uh, a bonus episode every Thursday, as well as access to our archive. We are now 20 episodes strong behind the Patreon. Oof. You know, Lloyd, before you and know those it. Those are all bangers, Before folks. you know it, we will have uh, logged 100 podcasts. Can you believe it? Are you serious? 100 episodes. We're, we're, I th- 100 whole episodes. I think when you combine the Patreon, wow. we're, we're four episodes away. Perhaps even counting wow. this one. But I don't know if we should... Oh, but I don't know boy. if it should only be that the free, the 100th free episode is the 100th episode. Because we, we haven't really been counting the Patreon ones the same way. But should it be like... I suppose not. But there's still, there's still episodes, obviously. So, yeah, I guess... Yeah, like the fact, the fact that they're behind the paywall doesn't make them any less of an episode. If anything, what, definitely more, more valuable. They're it definitely them, more. Like yeah. this episode was... They're much This more. episode wasn't that good, frankly. But we've been on a hot streak behind yeah. on the Patreon. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We yeah that that's what we kind of put our vital essence yeah. into, and then on Sundays we just kind of kick back, and you know you get the you get the dregs yeah you get you get the free stuff what? we throw you a couple What's of coins today? and we say today, there you go they call it you, Hol- you Holy Saturday we're recording this this is coming out Holy on Easter by Saturday the way. we haven't oh no it's coming yeah. on the day after Easter I'm all I'm all the day I'm all after Easter up, we're recording the day yeah. the day that Christ is risen Ralph mm-hmm. the day that 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 uh, that that uh, Mister Jesus you know. He comes right on back did, as we and and we. What did Jesus do after he with he rose? He disappeared. He died again. Did, does he die does again? He f- I don't think he is killed again, but I think he does ascend. Right. He doesn't like do more stuff after that. Well, that's the thing, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I never never like, really thought about back, that. You should have come back, like because yeah. like the Bible doesn't describe him like just sort of flying into heaven or whatever, right? Like he's he comes back. I've never read the Bible, Ralph, but I, I had have a distinct impression of like you know they he he you know they roll the uh, the stone back from the tomb. Uh, Jesus. No, it's Jesus a and it's returns. a big moment. His disciples it's look a bi- at his. It's a big moment. Yeah, it's he's a big back. moment. It's it's a huge thing. Like he came back and they look at his hands and feet and they see the wounds and they verify that it's him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. But then what? What? Uh, he's like, he, see, he, he admonishes Thomas. Yeah. He's. Uh, I told you. I told you. He. Yeah. I mean, he's. He's Jesus. He's not going to gloat. But then, what? He just like gets. He no. just like gets a house, just in the, just out there, and just out there in Jerusalem. <laughs> you know, in the dregs. Yeah. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Gets a couple of dogs. Um. They're always. Oh. They're always uh, scratching at his feet. You know, yeah. pissing and pooping oh. all over his property, and he's like. It's like ah, oh, you dumb mutts. Yeah, and he's oh. like ah, oh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna construct a fence. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a little little farm for myself here, and and oh. then uh, that was the last mm. of the disciples. The disciples hear from him now and then sometimes, but eventually they lose contact. And they're like, whatever happened to Jesus? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Something about starting a podcast. So head on over to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/FeelingWell. Just five dollars a month. Uh, mm-hmm. We hope to see you there, and you can follow the podcast at Feeling Well Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter.com. You can follow me at Hey Ralph Man. You can follow Lloyd at Void Howler. Uh, That's right, baby. Lloyd, always a pleasure. 
Always a pleasure, Ralph. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>